taking up where we left off in the perpetual reading of the Sri Chaitanya Chaitanya Who manifests an abundance of sweetness greater than mine which has never been experienced before and which causes wonder to all? Alas, I myself, my mind bewildered upon seeing this beauty impetuously desire to enjoy it, like Srimati Radharani. Purport This text is from Lalita Mahatma of Srila Rupa Goswami. It was spoken by Lord Krishna when he saw the beauty of his own reflection in a jeweled fountain in Dwaraka. Krishna Madhuriyara Ek Swababdi Kapal Krishna Adi Nara Nari Karai Chanchal Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare The beauty of Krishna has one natural strength. It thrills the heart of all men and women, beginning with Lord Krishna himself. Shravane darshane akharye sarvaman Apana asvadite krishna karina jatan Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare All minds are attracted by hearing his sweet voice and flute or by seeing his beauty even Lord Krishna makes himself, even Lord Krishna himself makes efforts to taste that sweetness. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. The thirst of one who always drinks the nectar of that sweetness is never satisfied. Rather, that thirst increases constantly. Atriptaha iyakari vidhiranindan avigdagda vidhipal najane srijan Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Such a person being unsatisfied begins to blaspheme Lord Prama saying that he does not know the art of creating well and is simply inexperienced. Koti netra nahi dila sabhe dila dui tahate nimisha krishna ke tagipa mui Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare he has not given millions of eyes to see the beauty of Krishna. 
He has given only two eyes, and even those eyes blink. How then shall I see the lovely face of Krishna? Atati yad bhavan agni karanam Trutir yuga jate tvam apashyatam Kutila kuntalam srimukam chate Jada udikshatam pakshma kridrisham The gopi said, O Krishna, when you go to the forest during the day and we do not see your sweet face, which is surrounded by beautiful curling hair, half a second becomes as long as an entire age for us, and we consider the Creator who has put eyelids on the eyes we use for seeing you to be simply a fool. This verse is spoken by the gopis in Srimad Bhagavatam 10.31.15. The gopis saw their beloved Krishna at Kurukshetra after long separation. They secured and embraced him in their hearts through their eyes, and they attained a joy so intense that not even perfect yogis can attain it. The gopis cursed the Creator for creating eyelids that interfered with their vision. This text is from Srimad Bhagavatam 1082-39. There is no consummation for the eyes other than the sight of Krishna. Whoever sees him is most fortunate indeed. The gopis said, O oh, friends, those eyes that see the beautiful faces of the sons of Maharaj Nanda are certainly fortunate. As these two sons enter to the forest, surrounded by their friends, driving the cows before them, they hold their flutes to their mouths and glance lovingly upon the residents of Brindavan. For those who have eyes, we think there is no greater object of vision. Like the gopis, one can see Krishna continuously if one is fortunate enough. In the Brahman Sanhita it is said that sages whose eyes have been smeared with the ointment of pure love can see the form of Shamasundara Krishna continuously in the centers of their hearts. This text from Srimad Bhagavatam 10.21.7 was sung by the gopis on the advent of the Shrat season. The women of Mathura said, What austerities must the gopis have performed? With their eyes they always drink the nectar of the form of Lord Krishna, which is the essence of loveliness and is not to be equaled or surpassed. That loveliness is the only abode of beauty, fame and opulence. It is self-perfect, ever-fresh, and extremely rare. This text from Srimad Bhagavatam 1044-14 was spoken by the women of Mathura when they saw Krishna and Balaram in the arena with King Kamsa's great wrestlers Mushtika and Charuda. Apurva Maruri Krishnera Apurva Tarabal Jaha Shravanai Man Hoi Talamal 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. The sweetness of Lord Krishna is unprecedented, and its strength is also unprecedented. Simply by one's hearing of such beauty, the mind becomes unsteady. Krishna Madhurye Krishna Upajaya Lobha Samyak Asvadite Nare Mane Rahe Shobha Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Lord Krishna's own beauty attracts Lord Krishna himself but because he cannot fully enjoy it his mind remains full of sorrow eta dvitiya hetura kahihaviviran triya hetura ebe shunaha lakan hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare this is a description of his second desire. Now please listen as I describe the third. Atyanta nikude e rashera siddhanta Swarup gosai matra janera e kanta This conclusion of rasa is extremely deep. Only Swarup Damarar knows much about it. Jeba keha Anna jane seho taha hoite Chaitanya go sira teha Ajante marama jate Anyone else who claims to know it must have heard it from him, for he was the most intimate companion of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Gopi ganera premera Rudha Bhavana Vishuddha Nirmal Prem Kabu Nahe Kam The love of the gopis is called Rudha Bhava. It is pure and spotless. It is not at any time lust. As already explained, the position of the gopis and their loving dealings with Krishna is transcendental. Their emotion is called Rudhabhava, although it is apparently like mundane sex. One should not confuse it with mundane sexual love, for it is pure and unadulterated love of God. Premaiva Goparamanam Kamaityagamatratam Ityutavadayo Pritam Vachanti Bhagavat Priya The pure love of the gopis has become celebrated by the name lust. The dear devotees of the Lord headed by Sri Uddhava desire to taste that love. This is a verse from the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu 1-2-285. Kama prema doka kara bibina lakan 
Laula Arahima Jaiji Swarupalikshan Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Lust and love have different characteristics just as iron and gold have different natures. One should try to discriminate between sexual love and pure love for they belong to different categories with a gulf of difference between them. They are as different from one another as iron is from gold. Atmendriya priti vanchatare balekam Krishnan Krishnanda Krishnendriya priti Krishnendriya priti cha Dare Prenam Atmendriya Priti Vansha Tari Balikam Krishnendriya Priti Icha Dare Prenam Atmendriya Priti Vansha Dari Balikam Krishnendriya Priti Icha Dari Prenam Atmendriya Priti Vansha Tari Balikam Krishnendriya Priti Icha Dari Prenam Everyone Atmendriya Priti Vansha Chatari Balekam Krishnendriya Priti Ichatare Premana Nindra Priti Krishnendriya Priti Ichatare Premana Everyone Atmendriya Priti Vanchatare Balekam Krishnendriya Priti Ichatare Premana The desire to gratify one's own senses is karma, lust. But the desire to please the senses of Lord Krishna is prema, love. Purport The revealed scriptures describe pure love as follows Sarvata dhongsha rahitam satya pi dhongsha karane yet bhava bandanam yuno saprema parikirtika. If there is ample reason for the dissolution of a conjugal relationship and yet such a dissolution does not take place such a relationship of intimate love is called pure the predominated gopis were bound to krishna in such pure love for them there was no question of sexual love based on sense gratification their only engagement in life was to see krishna happy in all respects, regardless of their own personal interests. They dedicated their souls only for the satisfaction of the personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. There was not the slightest tinge of sexual love between the gopis and Krishna. The author of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita asserts with authority that sexual love is a matter of personal sense enjoyment. All the regulative principles in the Vedas pertaining to desires for popularity, fatherhood, wealth, and so on are different phases of sense gratification. Acts of sense gratification may be performed under the cover of public welfare, nationalism, religion, altruism, ethical codes, biblical codes, health directives, fruit of action, 
bashfulness, tolerance, personal comfort, liberation from material bondage, progress, family affection, or fear of social ostracism, or legal punishment. But all these categories are different subdivisions of one substance, sense gratification. All such good acts are performed basically for one's own sense gratification, for no one can sacrifice his personal interest while discharging these much-advertised moral and religious principles. But above all this is a transcendental stage in which one feels himself to be only an eternal servitor of Krishna, the absolute personality of Godhead. All acts performed in this sense of servitude are called pure love of God because they are performed for the absolute sense gratification of Sri Krishna. However, any act performed for the purpose of enjoying its fruits or results is an act of sense gratification. Such actions are visible sometimes in gross and sometimes in subtle forms. Hari Haraya Nama Krishna Yadavaya Namaha Yadavaya Madhavaya Keshavaya Namaha Gopal Govinda Ram Sri Giridhari Gopinath Madan Bohan Shri Chaitanya Nityananda Shri Adwaita Sita Hari Guru Paishnava Bhagavata Gita Shri Rupsi Sanatan Bhattaraguna Jiva Gopal Bhatta Das Raghunath Hai Gosal Kori Charana Vanda Chaha Hoyte Vignanasha Bhishta Pura Hai Gosal Jarmuitardas Tansavara Pararinu Mora Panchagra Tandera Charana Seve Pakta Saniba Chaname Chaname Hoya Bila Chai Gosai Jabe Baje Kulabas Radha Krishna Nitya Lila Kurila Prakash Radha Krishna Nitya Shishi Radha Krishna Nitya Lila Kurila Prakash 
Polo Anande Bolo Hari Bajra Vrindavan Bolo Anande Bolo Hari Bajra Vrindavan Shri Guru Vaishnava Pade Madhya Shri Guru Vaishnava Pad Padmakori Ash Hari Nam Sankirtan Kohe Narotamoda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Nambajan Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Go Premanande Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thai Gaur Hari Bol Hari Bol Hari Bol Thai Gaur Hari Bol Thai Gaur Premanande Hari 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 Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Shingararas why does one experience unsubstantiated material anxiety? Why does one's experience of unsubstantiated material anxiety inspire chanting the holy names? What is the cure? The cure is to get in the light. Material desires are born in darkness. This is an important section of the Chaitanya Charamita, obviously, philosophically, because it points out 
Kaviraj Goswami is pointing out that although in the material world, because everyone's oriented towards the body, people take it for granted that the pastimes of Krishna are something mundane because their only orientation is towards their own activities, which are based in sense gratification. Therefore, it's important for him to point out that there's a different motivation in the <clears throat> devotee's performance of service. It's not self-serving and it's not in expectation of reward. But as the residents of Vrindavan perform service, their only desire is to please Krishna. In the Gita, Krishna says, Yeyatamam prapadyante tamstataiva bhajamyaham manavartante manusha partasarvasha. As one surrenders to me, I reward him accordingly. But when the devotees of Raj, especially the gopis, render service, Krishna says to them that I can't repay you. There's no way I can reciprocate because your love is so pure and you don't want anything in return. This is one of the reasons that when we serve devotees, we are pleasing Krishna so deeply is because Krishna wants to reciprocate with his devotees, but they don't accept such reciprocation. They only want to serve. So if we're able to render some service, then it pleases Krishna. We experience unsubstantiated material anxiety. I like that phrase. It's unsubstantiated means it has no real substance because of being turned in the wrong direction away from the service mentality. Therefore, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, Jeev Krishna Das Abhishwas Korleto Ordukonai. Take shelter of serving and being a servant. Because by doing that, then your dukh, your unhappiness, your anxiety will be vanquished. There's really no problem for those whose only desire is to serve Krishna. All the so-called obstacles and difficulties come to us and create anxiety because I'm attached. If I wasn't attached, what would be the problem? There is no death, actually, without my attachment to this world because death actually means that all my attachments are taken away. Sometimes even in this life, before somebody leaves their body, if some of their main attachments are taken away, then they feel that they've died because they've invested themselves in matter. They've projected themselves into matter. After the fires in California, I saw a clip of some people going back to their homes, which were no longer there. They were just ashes. And the woman was crying and she was saying, I feel like I've died. I feel like my life was burned up because the house became the life. And because of my investment wrongly in this material world, in other words, I think that I'm my body and therefore I celebrate the body and I celebrate everything in relationship with the body. And therefore because I have 
misplaced my affection. Therefore, I suffer. So bhakti means to place our affection in Krishna, who's the soul of our soul, atmanam akilatmanam. Shukadeva Goswami says, everyone's self-concerned and self-serving, but that, and that's okay, he says, as long as you know who yourself is. So then he says, Krishna is atmanam akilatmanam. He's the soul, the atma of your atma. If you love your atma so much, how much will you love the atma of your atma? And that's what Vrindavan is. The same kind of fervor for serving oneself that we see in this world is there, but it's properly aligned. Everyone's serving Krishna with the same kind of enthusiasm. So in the 10th canto, 14th chapter of the Bhagavatam, Lord Brahma says that as long as one's home, family, possessions are not properly aligned in service, then they become prison-like. The house is a prison. The attachments to family members are foot shackles. There's nothing wrong with house, family, and so forth, but when it's properly aligned, all of them are seen as Krishna's. And for Krishna's pleasure, then Brahma says, just like the residents of Vrindavan, they have families, they have pets, they have uh, pots and pans, they have wagons, they have clothes, they have everything. All the stuff is there. They're not just renunciates walking around with a begging bowl, but even, even sannyasis have a begging bowl and a stick, Prabhupada says in the Bhagavatam. That doesn't matter. The point is, that they're used in Krishna's service, then they become transcendental. So nobody's more attached to their stuff than the residents of Vrindavan. That's why when they go to Kukshetra and Krishna says, here I am, and they say, no, no, we want you with all the right stuff in the background. We want Govardhan and Jamuna and the trees of Vrindavan in the forests, that's where we, we want, because they're attached to Vrindavan, because it's Krishna. And that's where they know they can serve Krishna the best, because they, they know Krishna's heart's there. So this story that the Lord said, I have a headache. And he said, I need some dust. Narda said, how can I get that dust? He said, you have to go to my devotees and ask. So Narda went around and asked many of the devotees, uh, Krishna has a headache. He wants dust from your feet to cure it. They all said, uh, I don't think so. That would be an offense. I can't do it. I'd go to hell. Narda came back. Krishna, nobody wants to give foot dust. He said, go to the gopis. Gopis said, without asking what it's for. Yes, we'll give it. Narda said, everyone else said they go to hell. They wouldn't give it. Why are you giving it? Say, well, let us go to hell. We don't care. Krishna's got a headache. That's the main point. If he said it'll cure, we'll give. And this is the mood. Krishna 
prana napara. Krishna is my life and soul no matter what he does. Even if Radharani sees him with someone else, he'll make arrangement if, if it seems like he'll get more pleasure somewhere else. Her only concern is Krishna's happiness and his sense gratification, whatever he wants. And the only reason she puts herself forward or any of the gopis do is because they know, especially Radharani, that Krishna can't be happy with anyone else. Therefore, she asserts herself. It's not like the competition in the material world that I want to be first or my ego is injured. But she puts herself first because she knows Krishna can only be happy with me. Therefore, she asserts herself. The gopis dress themselves only because they want Krishna's eyes to be satisfied upon seeing them. And when one lives in this mode, although the pots and pans are the same and all the house is there, the wagon is there, whether it has horsepower or not, if it's for Krishna and the mood is, let Krishna be satisfied by these things, then it becomes substantial and everything becomes transformed. There's no difference between your home and Vrindavan when the mood is, let it be for Krishna's sense gratification. And paradoxically, then we enjoy. When, you're, when we're around pure devotees whose only cons consideration is to please Krishna, there's no anxiety, it's Vaikuntha. Because the only anxiety in this world is Dvitiya, is seeing something separate from Krishna's pleasure. Let me be happy first. Let me divide. I'll do a little Krishna, and, but mostly for me. So you're a little happy, but mostly in anxiety. <laughs> but if it's all for Krishna, doesn't mean you starve. On the contrary, if one's only concern is pleasing Krishna, then Krishna personally maintains such a devotee. Let's see if there's any more reflections or questions. Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Uh, this is Shamalangi Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna. Uh, so we read this chapter which tells about the confidential reasons for Mahaprabhu's appearance in this world. And um, even though like I've been hearing of it, I get confused between two of them. So one is I think he wants to um, relish the position of Radharani and one is he wants to uh, enjoy the bliss. I mean, I, I get confused amongst those two. How are they different? Yeah, it's it's wow. subtly different. On the Mangala Charn, Kaviraj Goswami writes. Shri Radhaya Pranaya Mahima Kidrisho Vanayaiva. So Shri Radhaya of Shri Mati Radharani. Pranaya Mahima. So the first uh, is the greatness of her love. So Pranaya means love, Mahima, the greatness of her love. 
Kidrisha. So he's like, what is that? What is, what, how is that? Kidrisha vanayaiva. Vanaya. Then the second one is Aswadya. Yena. By that love, Adbhuta Madhurima. What is the Madhurya, Madhurima, Adbhuta, the wonderful sweetness of it. So what is the greatness of Radharani's love? And then what is the sweetness of it, how she's enjoying the sweetness? And then the third, Saukyam Chasya Mad Anubhavata. And what is the happiness that she's relishing by tasting that sweetness? So the translation is like this. Desiring to understand the glory of Radharani's love, the wonderful qualities in him that she alone relishes through her love, and the happiness she feels when she relishes the sweetness of, of his love, the Supreme Lord Hari, richly endowed with her emotions, appeared from the womb of Srimati Shachi Devi as the moon appeared from the ocean. So it's three aspects, the glory, the qualities, and the happiness. Glory, qualities, and happiness. The glories of her love, the qualities she relishes in him, <laughs> and the happiness she feels from the sweetness of that love. So there's subtle difference between the three. Mahima. So then uh, Kautu Karnava writes, I have difficulty in understanding there is no tinge of sexual love between Lord Krishna and the gopis. Since we read verses like, how can we understand that is not sexual love? I often hear from my relatives allegations of Krishna regarding his. So this is uh, something that concerned Shukadev Goswami, actually Parikshit Maharaj and Shukadev, when discussing Krishna's Rasa Leela. Uh, Shuka noticed that in the audience, there were people that may not be so qualified. As is mentioned in the Bhagavatam itself, that Shadhanvitona Shrinu Yadata Varna Yedya, one should have qualified oneself by understanding and have faith. So, therefore, Shukadev goes out of his way. Parikshit asks, Is this not something mundane? How is it different? So, Shukadev explains that actually, if a child's playing with his shadow, have you ever seen a, sh uh, a child then do shadow puppets? You know, you make these <laughs> images on the wall. If you have a projector and then you stand in front of it and you make these images on the wall with your hands, a shadow, and then you play around and they're like, <laughs> there's, this uh, sense of playing the child has, but the energy is coming from him. He's making it. 
And so Shukadev Goswami says that all these energies are Krishna's energies. It's one person. There is only one whole. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachate. But then, Ekubahushyam, the one becomes many for his own enjoyment. So he remains the complete whole, as Krishna describes in the ninth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, although he expands himself. Mayata tamidam sarvam jagadavjaktamurtina mastani sarvabhutani nachaham teshvavastita. He maintains an individual existence. He's the stays the supreme enjoyer. He's beyond even all the manifestations of his energies, and even all the other various expansions. He still ha- re- retains his individual identity, although those are still all of his energies. So Shukadev Goswami points out, what what is it that that the who is it that the Lord is interacting with? It's his own expansions for his own pleasure. So when uh, Somebody, a professor brought this up to Prabhupada about Krishna, the, the ethics of it and the Rasalila. And Prabhupada pointed out that actually everyone belongs to Krishna. Every living entity is his prakriti. He said, so are you married? And he said, yes. And he said, then you are unethical. You are. Of course, we understand from the Gita, from Paramarti, from the Vyavaharika position that Dharma Virodo Bhuteshu, Krishna says, sex in this world that is according to Dharma, that is, it's done according to the regular principles. Krishna says, that that's me. That's uh, something that's uh, non reactive. However, from an ontological point of view, all living entities are actually his prakriti. So he said to the professor, then you're the one that's unethical. You're, you're trying to enjoy Krishna's uh, property where your prakriti, you're trying to dominate other prakriti. So how is it? But Krishna's, in understanding this, we, we understand Krishna's not like us. And that's the problem in the, from the very beginning. The essential problem is thinking, oh, I'm Krishna, same. So if we understand that all these are Krishna's energies and he's interacting with them in playful ways, then we can understand that this is not mundane. But from my perspective, because I only have the experience of this in this material world, which is, keep in mind, a reflection of the spiritual world. So the playful activities Krishna has with his own internal potency in the spiritual world are not mundane. But we hear of them and we compare them to the ordinary interactions between male and female in the material world, which are for exploitation. Each one is thinking, let me enjoy my senses. Uh, But it's different in the spiritual world. But that's where it actually comes from. The erotic activities we hear of in the spiritual world are Krishna in in the topmost position of enjoying sweetness with his own internal potency, but it becomes perverted when translated into the material world. The same three energies, Sat, Chit, Ananda, or Hladini, or Sandini, and Samvit, are translated into Sattva, Rajas, and Tamas in the material world. And therefore, the... uh, 
Chlada Tapatraya, what is reasonable, eternal, and bliss-inducing in this spiritual world becomes a source of misery in this material world because the consciousness becomes polluted by being separated from the service of Krishna. I see my own self-interest. I don't see only the interest of Krishna. Kautakarnava has another question. Oh, it's the same one. Kolodi Pranaprabhu. In the scriptures, we see that Kama and Prema, both words, are used to represent the intense emotion. However, Kama is exclusively used for devotees of Madhurya Ras, whereas Prema for other Rasas as well. It seems there is no duality between Kama and Prema in the transcendental realm. In fact, Kama expresses the highest emotion. Is it correct? Uh, yes, you'll see in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, there are, there are uh, numerous nuances to the different kinds of love that the devotees have in their different rasas. Uh, in a very general way, as we're hearing in this, in the last verse that we studied, the uh, prema is described as love of God. But the nuance of those uh, is different according to the particular relationships Krishna has with his that the devotees have with Krishna. As just as an example, in the different rasas, there in the Sakya Ras, there are friends that are more uh, formal friends. There are friends, for instance, and uh, in, not in in the realm of Vrindavan, but in the friendship that Krishna has with Arjuna. He's a city friend, which is different from a village friend. And then even in the village, there are different kinds of moods of friendship that Krishna has with his devotees who are, who are in friendship with him. Some of them, some of the friends, uh, the, the relationship is slightly formal and they look up to Krishna. Some of them, it's a little bit more protective and they have a slight mood of uh, vatsalya. And some of the friends of Krishna, they carry weapons in their hands because they're thinking we're going to protect Krishna. Even Balaram has that mood. And some of the friends of Krishna are equals. And they're described by Kaviraj Goswami. We already heard him say, some of the friends say, Krishna, you're not such a big man. You and I are equal. In fact, I could take you any day of the week. Let's go right now. And they throw down and, and they want to wrestle. And say, so, see, I beat you. I beat you once, I'll beat you again. <laughs> and that... They're, they're, they're just on such an equal level. And similarly, even amongst those in Madhurya, Ras, there, there are various uh, gradations. There's uh, the Kamanugas, those who follow behind uh, the particular moods of uh, the gopis. And these are explicated in detail in different categories. You'll see in the Nectar Devotion and even a little more detail you'll see when the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu comes out which will be hopefully soon in its uh, pristine form, you, you can go through and catalog all the different aspects of the relationships and see how that the nuance is there. 
Is that okay, Kaladeep Pranpro? Okay. Then uh, Shukeshwari says, controlling the mind, chanting extra rounds or keep the senses under control fasting, which is better option? Fast constantly and just chant. Which is better option? I feel felt first option of mind controls the senses always since we have little time in the day. Yeah, best to, uh, to keep the vibration going. Somehow or other keep the vibration going. Fasting. Fasting is for us for special days. Like uh, Ikadashi, Janmashtami. If you fast on Janmashtami, then you just feel blissful. And it's not a problem. If you fast on Ikadashi, you uh, f feel the embrace of Harivasara, Krishna's special day as you're honoring it. And there are different kinds of fasts. Of course, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he told his devotees that on a Kadashi day, better if you're going out to preach, he said, better you take Mahaprasadam and go out. And Prabhupada said, you know, this fasting is for those who stay back. If you're going out to preach, you, you take some light prasadam and, and go on preaching, or you can observe a fast that the, the main thing about fasting also in these days is you don't have to stop. You don't have to stop and cook. You don't have to stop and clean. You, you can plan a day where you just keep hearing and chanting because it gives you permission not to cook on that day. Of course, you have to cook, cook for Krishna, but not for the whole family and for your. Well, you have to cook for your family, but not for... You don't have to necessarily cook for yourself. And you can fully concentrate. It's actually really ecstatic if, if you want more time. And uh, Tadiya Seva says, can we say that excessive sense gratification kills Krishna consciousness? Yo, bhogaishvarya prasaktanam tayaprahita chetasam vyavasayatmika bhudhir samadhao navadiyate. Krishna says this in the Bhagavad Gita. If you're enamored of sense gratification and opulence, like you see the world as a place to enjoy and you're attracted only by Amazon Prime and shopping and uh, you have to have shiny things all the time in this world. Um, nothing wrong with Amazon Prime. I'm just saying if the mind gets attracted to all the variety and I just want to enjoy, then Krishna's and, and you want sense gratification, then he says, how, how can you concentrate? Samadhao, Navadiyate, the Samadhi, the full concentration, it doesn't take place. Navadiyate, Samadhao, Navadiyate, Bhogaishvaraya, Prashaktanam, Taya Prahita Chaitasam. Let's look at that verse. Dainiti Prabhu, I can't see who's there with you because you two are on the Federal Witness Protection Program. Oh, it's Navina. Hare Krishna. Hare Hare Vol. Welcome back, Navina. Hare Krishna, Dainiti Prabhu. So we'll read this verse. Bhogaishvarya prasaktanam tayaprahita chetasam. Bhoga means to material enjoyment, aishvarya and opulence. Prasaktanam, for those who are attached, taya, by such things, aprahita chetasam, bewildered 
in mind. Vyavasaya Atmika, fixed in determination, buddhi, devotional service to the Lord, samadhao, in the controlled mind, na, never, vidyate, it doesn't take place. Yeah, for those who are too attached, the boga and aishvarya, boga aishvarya prasatanam, sam. This is verse number, what is the number? Please, can't see it. 44. From which chapter, two? Yes. Thank you. 244 says, Bhoga, from Bhuj, enjoyment, pleasure, Aishvarya, power, lordship, prasaktanam, of the attached. So bhogaishvarya prasaktanam as one word means of those attached to pleasure and power. Taya, by this, aprahita, stolen away, chetasam, of thoughts, of minds. Taya prahita chetasam, those whose thoughts are stolen away by this. They're stolen. Vyavasaya, Resolution, Admika, having the nature of, if that's your nature, Buddhist, insight, enlightenment, intelligence, Samadhao, in meditation, Na, not Vidyate, it is, it is given. So Na Vidyate means it's not given. So the purport, in the minds of those who are too attached to sense enjoyment and material opulence and who are bewildered by such things, the resolute determination for devotional service to the Supreme Lord does not take place. Samadhi means fixed mind. The Vedic dictionary, the Nurukti says, samyag adiyate smin atmatatva yatapmyam. When the mind is fixed for understanding the self, it is called it is said to be in samadhi. Samadhi is never possible for persons interested in material sense enjoyment and bewildered by such temporary things. They are more or less condemned by the process of material energy. Thank you very much. Can everyone unmute and say Hare Krishna. 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 Hare Krishna.